Full of Himself, Thursday, February 8, 2024. In a blink of an eye, an angel from God strikes him on the spot for not giving God the glory. Herod is eaten immediately by worms right in front of his guests. He drops dead on the spot. Acts 12.23 This is not one of the top ten of Bible stories. There are others. Let's see. There's Uzzah struck dead for touching the Ark of the Tabernacle, 1 Samuel 6. There's the 70 Israelites zapped for peeking inside the Ark, 1 Samuel 6. How about Lot's wife? All she did was turn around, Genesis 19. There are lessons, however, to be learned from all these terrible events. They are hard to hear. It makes me happy to be around in a time where people are not dropping dead for not giving God the glory. Or are they? For the record, there were a few Herod-named rulers of Judea. Herod the Great beautified the temple. Herod Archelaus, son of Herod the Great. Herod Antipas kills John the Baptist. Herod Agrippa kills James. Herod Agrippa II meets with Paul. And yes, he was the last Herod. It sounds like a prestigious law firm. Herod, 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 and Herod LLC. Ah, but back to the story. Herod Agrippa I, the fourth king named Herod to reign in Palestine, or a portion thereof, is the focus of this podcast. Herod Agrippa II is the last king, Herod, to carry the name. Is that enough history? Okay, but it still leaves me with a bad taste in my mouth. Why such a bad ending for Herod Agrippa I? The others were not so good either. One killed all the male children in Bethlehem. Another killed John the Baptist. The next in line killed James, the brother of John. They were all devious and conniving, but only one of them dropped dead on the floor and split open in front of his flowery audience. There is a lesson to be found in this scenario. There is a warning, too. Well, not a threat. Let's walk through the moments leading up to this unexpected demise. He gets up like every other day, like me. People are clamoring for him, sometimes like me. They hate him, but they need him, and he relishes in the tension, hopefully not like me. He is the king, after all. They are just people who adore him and depend on him. Not me at all. Oh, maybe some days. The passage in Acts 12 says that Herod gets all gussied up with his best vestments made for a king. Royal clothes, royal throne, royal audience. Then comes the royal address, all about his royalty. The crowd yells their approval. He soaks it in. His discourse is flowery and fiery at the same time. What a wordsmith, what an orator, what a speaker. Then comes the adoration from the crowd, the voice of a god and not of a mortal. New Living Translation. In a nanosecond, he is on the floor, splat, a gruesome sight in the worst possible moment. Why? Why him? Why not me? I will not brood on this scene. I will make my opinion brief. Here goes. People who are all into themselves will eventually explode under the weight of their own sense of self-worth. That's it. You see, it's not about me. It's about others. It's about people sharing each other's good and bad moments together. It's about sharing the last crumb of food with a friend. The Gospels record the gem left to us by our Lord and Savior. His words resonate loudly in this self-focused world we live in. Jesus says, I have come to serve not to be served, Matthew twenty twenty eight. Beware of the consequences of being full of ourselves. Let our focus be on the one who gave us all we need to be saved. 
and then gave us all we need to give to others. Abba, forgive me for the moments I place myself in the center at the expense of others who find themselves at the fringes of life. In Jesus' name, amen.